Welcome back to the Meaningful Success Podcast. My name is Josiah Clark, and this is my big dad. Wait, Clark. He is much bigger than me. And (laughs) this week, we have uh, a little bit of a rapid fire interview sort of thing going on. And I'm just going to explain this really quick, and then we'll get into a little bit of the how are you doing? Because I do want to hear how you're doing, Father. That would be nice. You never call anymore. Never call. You never never call me. What we're going to be doing is we were talking about what we want to do for episode topics, and we realized we've mentioned a number of times that my dad has this sort of system of success that he's developed over a long, long time. We have not given that entire system an episode where we just talk through the whole thing from A to Z. We've touched on different aspects of it a number of times, but we felt like it was time to go through what is your mission, what is your vision, what are what are the strategies of success, all these different elements that come together to pursue meaningful success. And some of these things are addressed in the book that my dad just re-released, uh, Simplifying Complex Sales. That's a lot more on kind of the business and sales side. And then the book that's upcoming early this uh, next year, 2023, uh, Meaningful Success, is going to go into detail in much more of like a personal side and entrepreneurship and and your own personal career and that sort of thing. So that's where we're headed today. We're going to try and keep it quick, keep it moving. But for the moment, dad. He's saying that so that I don't bore you. <laughs> so for the moment, dad, um, how, what's your deal? <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, traveled a little bit this week, so it's kind of nice to be back home. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you go? Phoenix, Arizona. Oh. <laughs> see, like That's there. about all you can really say about Phoenix, Arizona. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mildly interested. Hmm. <laughs> there he goes. That was a work trip. So it was, I mean, it was, it's always good to see my coworkers uh, work with a bunch of great people. So good. <laughs> <laughs> and how was your week this week, Josiah? It was great. You know, I didn't go to Phoenix, Arizona. I'm doing pretty good, about to be doing better when I hear about how I can live a life of meaningful success from you. So, is this like a volleyball layup or something? <laughs> uh, Yeah, sure. Why not? We've talked, as I mentioned earlier, we've talked about vision and values and mission and strategy and all these things sort of in general terms. We dove in a little bit on some of them on previous episodes, but how do all these things fit together? How does this whole thing congeal into a jello of success? A jello of success. You know, I think that where I would start is this. I think we all want to know that the things that we're about are important to us and and not just important, you know, in terms of some objective measure out there, but really it's at our core. It's what, what really makes us tick. That can be achievement for some. It can be passions and dreams for others. I mean, things that you really are just, you just really want your life to entail. That could be adventure for some people. They may want to, you know, people want to go climb a mountain. Some people may want to build a business. Some people may want to become an artist. I mean, there's all kinds of things that, that make people tick. But when I look at meaningful success, what I'm really saying is that we're aligning our life, we're aligning our work, we're aligning who we are with those things that matter most to us. 
And that's really at the core. So it sounds to me from previous episodes, what you're talking about right now is kind of your values. Is that true? Were you talking about like adventure or business or these different things? It's, it's really everything coming together. So really, when you look at success and meaningful success in our lives, there's really a few important elements. And sometimes you'll hear these mentioned with interchangeable definitions. And, and honestly, to some extent, that really doesn't matter as long as we have all those elements in, in place. So the way I look at it is, is very simple. One, we have our values. What are those beliefs? What are those principles? What are those passions that really are at our core that, that make us us? Okay. Then there is our mission, which I look at our mission as is our values put into action. Meaning if I'm exercising all these values and these passions and these beliefs and principles in my life, what is the positive impact I'm wanting to make for the people, for the causes, for the passions that matter most to me? Mm-hmm. That's our mission. That's, that's what we really want to accomplish in the world. And if most of us look at our lives, we're going to say, you know what? I do not think that today I'm at the pinnacle of what I can envision in living out my mission. Yeah. There could be more. And and that's not a bad thing. It's actually growth. It's actually it's actually movement. So that's where vision comes in. When I look at vision, I'm talking about a look outward. And from my vantage point, I like it to be three to five years because sometimes if you go beyond that, it's just make-believe to me because it's too hard to put our hands Too far on, in the future. Too far in the future. But when I look at a vision, I say, okay, if this is what I want my life to be about with my mission, yeah, and this is where, where I am, where can I envision being in three to five years that would enable me, position me, provide for me a, an ability to live out that mission more fully? Yeah. And so that's really what a vision is. It's nothing more than saying it's going to move me from this place to this next place so that when I'm there, I'm living out my mission more, my passions more, my dreams more than I was before. Okay. And so then strategies is part of this too. That's right. And that's where strategies come in because then we say, what is strategy? Strategy is nothing more than a a grouping of approaches, of tactics that we have determined will move us from our current state to that desired future state, from where we are today to that vision. And so it's it's just a grouping of those strategies that move us from here to there. And that's really all strategy is. Sometimes I think it gets way overblown. So, sure. so again, when you look at it, you have your values, which is who you are. You have your mission, which is those values and those passions put to action. You have your vision of where I want to be in the future to get to that place where I can live that out. And then you have the strategy that actually says, okay, if this is where I want to go, here's how you get there. And that's really the core elements of success. Now, in my book, I cover a few more things like culture and identity and other things that really help us kind of get to the core of ourselves to to understand and move that direction. But but that's really the essentials. So let's bring this down to something more applicable to make sure I'm understanding and I'm following along. Sure. So I'll use myself as an example. So I have value for story. We've talked about this in previous episodes. I yes. have value for stories. I have a mission that I want to tell stories that make people feel the way that my favorite stories make me feel and that impact people and all this all this stuff. Correct. So how do I do that? Well, the vision comes in that, okay, I'm going to write books. 
and publish books. And that's how I'm going to do that. That's how I'm going to accomplish that mission. Correct. So then the strategy is, well, how am I going to write those books? Well, for example, I'm going to do NaNoWriMo, which I'm doing right now. So that so doing NaNoWriMo is a strategy that helps me to write books, which is my vision, that helps me to tell stories that impact people, which is my mission, that all serves that value I have for story. Does that sound right? The one thing that I would emphasize is that when we look at all these things, sometimes we get hung up on or we get focused on one thing. Yeah. And when we look at our lives, we're not just singular. And I have my family. I have my work. I have my passions of music. I have different things that are important to me. So when we look at our, our personal, when we actually start looking at achieving meaningful success in our lives, yeah, we have to consider the various things that play into that. And that doesn't mean we're focusing on 182 things. That's not my point. But there are going to be three or four or five things that truly are at your heart that you really want to nail down so you know what those are, so that when you're putting your strategy together, when you're putting those visions together, you're not conflicting. Because really, you could have two things that are important to you. And if you're out of balance, one could take precedence over the other and, and, and actually work against each other. So the process of putting your plan in place is really looking holistically so that the things that you're doing align, that they support, and that they build upon each other. So what do you do when you have values or a mission or something like that that seems to conflict with each other? Is that just a matter of like prioritizing one over the other? Like take, for example, the Disney Channel classic struggle of – dad has to go to the meeting instead of the baseball game, right? In that case, we have Disney dad. Disney dad has his business meeting. He has his son's baseball game. Those may both represent the same value of valuing his family because one allows him to provide for his family. One allows him to uh, spend time with his family. But these are things that conflict because you can't do one or without without not doing the other, the opportunity cost issue. They appear to conflict, and that is true. But those are an event. They're not a ongoing thing. So the key there yeah. is recognizing, there, will there be times that one has to raise above another one? Yes. And another time, it may be that which one that takes precedence may flip-flop. Right. But when you know at your core what are those priorities and where they fall in line, that helps you to keep those situations in, in order. There may be times that in your employment or in your pursuit of your career, you have to say, for this week or for this month, I need to put this at a higher priority because of X, Y, and Z. Right. That doesn't mean you're off track. It's when you conflict with that on an ongoing basis, you're not making the decisions, but circumstances are making the decisions. That's mm -hmm. where you start to lose the traction and where you want to be. So would you say, it sounds like to me what you're getting at is that it's not enough to simply have values, mission, vision, strategies. There is something about intentionality on an ongoing basis that, because you can live by those in a passive way where they rule you, mm -hmm. right? Which sounds kind of what you're saying. Would you say that's, does that sound accurate? I think that the, the, I'm not sure if I'm completely following what you're asking, but, but what I'm, what I am saying is in order to live intentionally, yeah. In order to live 
you could say in, a, in an entrepreneur way, strategically. I mean, you can yeah. use whatever words you want. You have to know what you're doing and why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. If you have that at your core, if you know that, then you can make judgments, value decisions in the moment that are going to align with where you want to be. The problem is too often we don't personally, professionally, or as business leaders take the time to answer those questions. Oh, we know in general, oh, a value is a value and a mission's a mission, but they become plaques on the wall, they become theoretical and they they don't become practical. That's where when when I've worked with business leaders right. and I've asked them, are you successful? Or what is success for you? Too often I get a kind of a blank stare back. They really can't answer it because they haven't taken the time to really get out of the business enough to see why am I doing what we're doing and and where is this going to go? And so that's where taking the time to go through these elements of of really diving in and understanding what those things are, that's where they really start to take root because it moves from the conscious activity of sitting, putting something together to that unconscious, it's just part of how you're living. It's part of your, your innate nature. You know what you're doing and why. And so when those situations come up, you're acting in a very deliberate way. Now, I'll give you an example that was a company I worked for. This company had very uh, established culture of things that they felt were very, very important. It was their values. And one of those key values that they had was customer service, which for a lot of businesses, that may be. But when you say that, it's a very nebulous term. Yeah. And they were challenged by a business leader who came and spoke with the owners and said, listen, I hear what you're saying, but if I was to ask all these leaders in your business, what is customer service here, would they all answer the same thing? And they realized the answer was no. And so what they did is they had a leadership team come together and they actually crafted a book. And that book established, here's what we mean when we say this. And that book was prioritized in such a way to the situation you gave example about the having to go to a, an event versus staying home with my yeah. family. They actually prioritized this book in such a way that it says, okay, if two of these principles are in conflict, which takes the precedence? Mm. So that that was something they were able to teach all of their employees. So their employees knew, here's what is expected of me, and here's how we do business as a company. Now, for us in our personal lives, it may it's probably not going to be that formalized, and that's not what I'm saying. But going through this process of really uncovering that is is vitally important. And one of the things that I would tell you, which is kind of an aside, so often when we feel rudderless, why am I doing what I'm doing? Or we feel unfulfilled or we we feel like, you know, am, am I really making a difference? Sometimes that may be because we haven't even defined what that difference is. Other times, if you've gone through that exercise, you can actually pinpoint where that train's got off the tracks a little bit and you can redirect. Yeah. I guess when I, when I listen to you talking about this, one question that comes to my mind is, this all sounds good. However... It's also a little overwhelming. Okay. Um, it's a little overwhelming to, because it's a lot of terms. It's a lot of concepts. Right. So let's say I wanted to apply this to just my personal life in yes. some way, right? Yes. How can I step by step yeah. approach that? Well, actually, that's the problem that I try to solve with, with these offerings that are going to be coming out early next year. 
Yeah, the books. The, 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 it's books, it's workbooks, and let me and, and and it's very simple. First, the book is designed to help people understand each of these terms. Yeah, and and how they apply, and it, it's actually very. It gets very personal. When you read this, you'll be able to see how this applies in, in a personal context. Secondly, once you understand all those principles, the question for many is going to be, so great, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. So I've actually created a workbook, and that workbook takes you step by step in understanding and determining what and, and clarifying what are your values, crafting your mission, yeah. forming a vision, and putting together a strategy. So that workbook actually takes you step by step through that process. But then once you know, okay, here's what I'm all about, then it's the day to day. Then it's actually putting that into motion. And so I'm also putting together a planner. This one is just is unique in that it's designed to align with these, these principles as, as they're being taught. So what are the step-by-step? One, once that book is out, read the book and you'll understand how all these pieces fit together. Two, Take the time to fill out a workbook, and through that process, you will define your values, you will form your mission or clarify it, you'll craft a vision if you do not already have one or hone it, and then you'll develop your strategy. And then you'll have a tool, if you choose to, to put that into action in your day-to-day, week-to-week life so that you're actually moving these things forward and making progress. Well, and the other thing I want to emphasize is that this series of elements um, and this system that we're working through, talking through in this episode, this is the core of the methodology that we're talking about every single week here on the podcast. And a lot of the questions that we're addressing and a lot of the conversations that we're having revolve around how do you apply these various elements to different situations in your success journey? Correct. So in the meantime, before the book is out, mm-hmm. this podcast is also kind of a piece of that puzzle. And I want to emphasize, too, that this is not saying that we have the miracle cure. No, we don't. Right. It's not saying like, oh, just wait until we come out with this book. Then you can be successful. No, 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 no. Nothing to do with that. No. The book, the concept, the podcast, all of this stuff, the methodology, it's just a lens through which to view your success journey. And it's a lens that we find, particularly my dad, very useful, very accurate, very uh, helpful in being proactive as you pursue your success journey. And tested from that standpoint. But you're absolutely right. I think that the thing is we all go through bumps and and, and bruises and and failures and challenges. And I actually dedicate a whole section uh, of that book to what is it not? What is success not? And and I actually go through sharing a lot of misperceptions of success and of how I lived my life or how I worked professionally, et cetera, based upon the wrong lens. And there were several wrong lenses that I've I've walked through at different points in my life. Right. And so Hopefully by sharing some of those things, if some of those are temptations or some of those things that you found yourself falling into, those are things that you can also see, oh, I see what's happening here. I've had that challenge as well. So you're right. We don't have all the answers. But what we do know is that we have taken the time to put some resources together, which will be out soon. They're not out now, but they will be out soon that will 
that will help us. But our our goal in this podcast, those resources are one thing, and that's kind of a starting block. But we all know that we can't achieve things on our own. We need people around us. We need we need our friends. We need our spouses. We need counselors. We need advisors. We're not meant to do things alone. Yeah, we need community of some kind. And that's part of what this podcast is meant to be. Correct. Um, This podcast, in some ways, is the community for success between my dad and I. It's the community for success with us and you guys who are listening. And in the future, we hope to have ways to facilitate it being community between those of you who are listening and not just not just a, a, a two-way thing between us, but it's sort of a giant circle of people that are all interacting with one another. That's that's something we envision for the future. That, that's part of our vision. You're right. And and part of that is recognizing that when we, you know, when we do have guests on this show and we talk to them, we will have some people who've gone through a path and and actually achieved some great things, but we're equally interested in having people who have a vision and a dream and are saying, you know, I'm not sure where to go. Yeah. This is not about, okay, here's everybody who's made it. This is about us all walking forward. Yeah. So if you are interested in participating in the community as it exists right now, if you have any interest in wanting to possibly be a guest on a future episode or have your question or topic discussed or answered on an episode of the podcast in the future, uh, there's a couple ways you can do that. First off, you can leave us a digital voicemail at speakpipe.com slash MSP, speakpipe.com slash MSP. That'll let you leave a digital voicemail that we can listen to and it might uh, be featured in a future episode of the podcast, please note that if you leave a voicemail, only include information you're comfortable with us including in an episode. So if you don't want your last name out there or something, you know, just abbreviate it or don't say it or whatever. Um, The other thing is you can go to our website for the podcast, which is MeaningfulSuccessPodcast.com, and you can click on the Guests tab to send us a form. And that form is just a way of expressing your interest in being on the show in the future. We will take a look at those and we will get in contact uh, with anybody that we feel may be a good fit for a future episode. But for the meantime, Father... Yes, Josiah. What is your weekly favorite this week? Oh, it's the weekly favorite. I found out something yesterday that I was not aware of. Uh, I got an email, and it was an email from a coworker. And in that email, they were congratulating me for being nominated for an award for my company. Oh. Which, uh, which I was a nominee, and, and I didn't know that. I completely did not know that. And um, so, so let me, me, to make sure I'm understanding, your company is the one giving the award? Correct. The company, okay. The company gives uh, this award each year to, uh, it's kind of an excellence award for technical excellence and whatever. And, and they do it for different people in different groupings. And, and I didn't even know it, but I apparently had been a nominee. And what made it a favorite for me is, I mean, the nomination was, was, I appreciated that very, very much, but they sent me a copy of what the nomination form was that was submitted to, to the committee. Yeah. And that, that form itself and what I read on that honestly meant more to me than even winning the award because there were a number of people who had contributed to my nomination 
And it was like a two pages of all these different things that I had, I had contributed and where people enjoy working with me and such and how and my company. And literally I started crying because oh. when I was trying to read it to, to, to mom, because it's not always been that way. It's not always been in a situation where I've been in a company that appreciates, appreciates the things that we try to do. And, yeah. and it was just very, it was very nice. I mean, that's, Oh. That that was that was definitely my weekly favorite. It was completely unexpected, and I haven't even had a chance to share that with you until yeah. as we're sitting no, here yeah, right as, now. As I'm hearing about this for the first time. Did you did you see this while you were on your trip? No, I I saw it last night when I got oh, okay home. okay yes yes. Well, so, that's awesome. That's yeah. that's really cool. Um, what about you? What's your weekly favorite? Uh, my weekly favorite is uh, an anime that. Audrey and I have been watching. Uh, it's called uh, Kaguya-sama Love is War, and it's basically a story of these two egomaniac high schoolers who are in love with each other and refuse to admit it. <laughs> and they're playing all these mind games to try and manipulate one another and outmaneuver one another to be the one to admit that they have a crush. Um, and it's just, it's ridiculous. It's all these extreme links <laughs> that they go to to, uh, to get each other to, to admit their feelings because they're too prideful I'm to assuming admit it themselves. Yes, very much so. It's, okay. it's, it's really, really funny. It's really good. So we've been watching that for a little while. It's been, it's very fun. But that's amazing. I really love that, that letter. That, I mean, that's, you know, I know what that means to you. Yep. And yeah, that's, that's, that's a really cool thing to hear. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was it's been a good week. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, maybe a little bit of a shorter one this week, but that's just fine. We wanted it to be quick and moving and everything. Mm -hmm. So I guess until next week, uh, I love you. Love you too. I wasn't talking to you, but I do love you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Dad. I love you too. We'll talk All to you right. later. Bye. The Meaningful Success Podcast is myself, Josiah Clark, and my father, Wade Clark. A lot of good things that I talk about at the end of every episode, but one thing I want to point out this time is for those of you who are actually still listening, there is a special code hidden in this episode. If you listen to it a few times over, you just might find it. Listen to the first letter of the first uh, word in every sentence that I said in this episode, and it'll spell something out. Will that be a word that you can comprehend? I'm not going to make any promises. Did I just make this up on the spot? I'm not going to tell you. But until next week, <laughs> until next week, uh, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Meaningful Success Podcast. And we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye.